Hey everyone, you're listening to Johnny's Secret Stash. I'm John Goldman. I'm here with Adam Conley. You are. And we are uh, Radio Harbor Country, WRHC 106.7 FM and uh, WRHZ 93.5 FM out of Three Oaks and Sawyer, Michigan, respectively. And of course, we're underwritten by Harbor Country Hydroponics out of New Buffalo, Michigan, for everything you need to grow your own secret stash. Uh, happy to have Mr. Max Lockwood on the show today. Uh, we did a interview with him by telephone previously. We're going to get to that. Um, also wanted to talk about uh, Adam's new band. Adam, uh, who is a guitar player with Beer Hippies and with uh, Bone Naked, started a new venture, right? Modern uh, vultures. I wouldn't say I started anything. I, You're in a new sort venture. Sort of railroaded my way into it. Uh, at least. Well, that'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, what you, Blake Vissing, uh, uh, Blake both Vissing, on Dustin guitar, Lau uh, on bass from Andrew Fisher Quartet, and Matt Sipian playing drums from the Sipian Family Band, and a bunch of other things that he's involved in. And, For sure. Yeah, you know, he just played the. Uh, Burnham Brewing Labor Days event. Uh, Very fun down in Michigan City. We, we love Burnham Brewing. Yeah, so, yeah, it was it was a blast. That was good. Yeah, yeah uh, Leftling Cruiser was there. Uh, Deep Fried Pickle Project. Deep Fried Pickle Project. Patterson. Yeah, well, Bob Zoe. You know he he he's great with uh, just running the whole thing. Yeah, you know, he well, Burnham is kind of a home base for him. So. He's got a lot of home bases, Bob yeah. Federson. He's usually there in some form or another. He's either emceeing the events or playing or playing with beer hippies or just hanging out, spinning the vinyl. For sure. All right. Well, uh, we, um, like I said, we got a chance to talk with Max Lockwood. He's from uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan, and he's playing at the Livery on September 6th, playing with Earthworks. Uh, at the Earthwork Harvest Gathering on September 20th through the 22nd in Lake City, Michigan, and that sounds pretty cool. He uh, got into that a little bit. We'll, you know, we'll talk about it a little more uh, later in the show. But um, I want to get back to that song we started listening to. It's called "Tried Love." Uh, it's uh, it's Max Lockwood off his newest album, self-titled. Came out just recently. And uh, also has uh, Samantha Cooper and Lindsay Liu on it as well. You can hear the um, the harmonies on there. It's a great song. Um, I think Tried Love first came out in 2018 as a single, but it's also on this album. So check it out. And uh, here we go.
Max Lockwood, uh, that was his self-titled album, came out just recently. That was Tried Love, which also had Lindsay Liu and Sam Cooper on. And uh, I think we mentioned this, but Max Lockwood is playing at the Livery on September 6th. Uh, But he's also got a really cool-sounding festival he's going to be playing at called Earthwork Harvest Gathering in Lake City, Michigan, which looks like what? It's like kind of... West of Grand Rapids, you know? Uh, are you? F- I have <laughs> no idea. Where Lake, City. <laughs> Lake City, Michigan. <laughs> Look it up. Looking on my phone, but but uh, very uh, very interesting guy. We had a nice conversation with him. Uh, very thoughtful, and you know, he's he's highly trained. That was my impression. Yeah, I mean, schooled. Yeah, he um, uh, studied uh, classical. Uh, music classical music and then um finished off his studies at the university of michigan got um uh, sounds like a bfa basically bachelor of fine arts but he did uh, poetry and so he incorporates that into his work and he actually he also surprisingly has a tom petty cover band that he plays with too that and that sounds like he that's where he really does a lot of touring but he plays out a lot it looks like so uh, let's not waste any more time. Let's listen to some uh, interview with Max Lockwood. And here we go. Hey, it's John Goldman and Adam Conley, and we're here with Max Lockwood. Uh, Max is a musician uh, based out of Grand Rapids, Michigan, and he's playing at the Livery in Benton Harbor tomorrow night, September 6th. Uh, Max, welcome to the show. We're excited to have you on. Hey, man. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. So I uh, wanted to talk with you a little bit about your, you know, kind of your music. And uh, I've I've been listening the last couple of days after we first made that contact. And uh, it, it sounds like, you know, you got a little bit of uh, influence from Tom Petty. Um, but, you know, there's also kind of a Lucas Nelson sound and a little bit of uh, uh, Trevor Hall. But I don't mean to put you in a genre or anything like that. I mean, it's very original, well thought out, and, uh, um, you know, well written kind of music. 
where did you, you know, what are some of your musical influences? Sure, yeah. Wow, no one's ever said Trevor Hall. That's really interesting. Well, that spoken word um, song kind of reminded me of that. Um, but uh, I guess some other some other big ones are like uh, Wilco. Jeff Tweedy's writing has always been big for me. Um, Neil Young is one of my favorite songwriters of all time. I was just having uh, lunch with my friend Morgan Hayner today and we were talking about how much we love neil and oh yeah how maybe how maybe uh, underappreciated he is by the younger generations now um but uh neil young was a big one um you know my morning jacket was oh, a sure. big influence on me as well um and i came up playing classical music too so i've you know i've been in the classical music world as a youngster and play a lot of jazz and stuff too so Kind of, kind of a wide range of everything. Those are just kind of a few that really inspired my songwriting a lot um, when I was, you know, sort of developing my voice or my own style, I guess. Cool. Yeah, Jeff Tweedy. Uh, he um, he's obviously from Chicago, but he also has a little bit of a presence near us in Harbor Country, and he actually played at the Acorn Theater a couple of years ago. That was a a really big oh, deal. Cool. But uh, I, I actually, I'm in the middle of his book. You know, he wrote a, a biography. Um, I think it probably came out last year, and he gets into his songwriting. I don't know if you've uh, read that or are familiar with I his. Haven't. Uh, it's I haven't. you know, it's really uh, a, a really great book to read because it, it's like his. Ta- it's like he's talking to you. You know, I mean, that's kind of yeah. how he is on stage. And but he gets into his uh, songwriting practice, and uh, it's really kind of fun you know like he isn't so much about what the words mean as it is more about the melody first and then uh kind of develops uh words around the melody and sure. sometimes they kind of mean something sometimes they kind of don't uh it, is that the kind of uh things that you also do when you go to write songs yeah i mean that's really interesting i've never i've never really heard that from him specifically but it it does sound pretty similar to what my process is like pretty often anyways i mean i've i've always written poetry too i actually studied poetry in college um and so that's something that's really important to me as well and the meaning behind words and behind lyrics is really important to me but always with songwriting if it doesn't sound good then it what's the point you know Uh, it's got to be got to be a good melody and the words need to sound good together or sound pleasing to the ear and you know sometimes i've definitely i i definitely write a lot where a melody a chord progression and a melody will come first i might even be singing some like nonsense lyrics just to kind of get something going and then that might turn into a couple words or a line and you know a lot of times it might even be just one line that i don't even really know what I'm going for as far as the meaning of that line, but something sticks and I'll just kind of run with it from there. And, you know, meaning typically kind of comes out of that process when, I mean, when it's a good song, when it's something I really like, it comes pretty naturally, even if sometimes I guess the lyrics, the actual, the actual lyrics may not make a lot of direct sense. Um, You know, they might have like more of an impressionistic quality, I think of this song uh, by Neil Young, I'm the Ocean, that I've always loved, but I've never had any clue what it's actually about, really. (laughs) 
yeah. where it's just like um, just the imagery is beautiful and something about it just is always really spoke to me. But I, I still couldn't tell you like what I think literally the song means. Yeah, right. So it sounds like the melody often um, dictates the words that are going to come out of it. Yeah, in a way. I mean, you know, it's it's different. It's different for different songs, but I feel right. like that's that's probably most often the case. So where do these melodies come from uh, when you're just playing? And you play guitar, right? I play guitar, yeah. I, I write mostly on guitar, but I, I'll write on piano, too. Um, so the melodies but, come just in your head and uh, or, yeah. or from... Yeah, I guess, I guess mostly. I mean, sometimes... <clears throat> Yeah, mostly they just kind of are born out of like maybe a chord progression or some riff that I'm playing or, you know, um, yeah, the melody usually comes first and that's where like some of the inspiration will come from. Um, sometimes it's just a matter of like noodling around with some chords and then, you know, playing around with some melodies and until I, I find something that. I like. And then a theme kind of develops out of that, and then you work around that. Is that often how it happens? Yeah, yeah, you could say that for sure. You know, you mentioned Neil Young, and I, I briefly mentioned uh, Lucas Nelson, and Lucas Nelson, Promise of the Real, was Neil Young's yeah, backup right. band for a couple of years. Although for he's sure, and, and I don't know Lucas's stuff that well. I've heard a couple songs. Um, but now that you say that, it's making me want to go back and dig in a little more. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Check him out. He's he's, he's great. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, you did you did you grow up in Grand Rapids? I grew up uh, just a little south of Grand Rapids in a town called Wayland, um, which is just a real small town right off one thirty one, right between Grand Rapids and Kalamazoo, basically. So I've you know spent a lot of time in the Grand Rapids and Kalamazoo areas as a kid. Uh huh. Driving back and uh -huh. forth, all that. Yeah. 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 My mom was a playwright and had a lot of plays produced um, uh, down in Kalamazoo. And so I spent a lot of time like the theater community there. And um, so I got to know that town pretty well, too. So a real artistic household. I mean, you know, you grew up with a, a mom writing plays and pr producing plays, too. I mean, you know, putting on these plays. Yeah. Um, I mean, she mostly worked with other people who produced them, but was, you know, intimately involved with that process i think um and she moved away from that in the last few years but she's become a novelist now um so she's had uh, had one of her novels published a few years ago and is um finishing up another couple that she's working on getting out there so yeah she's always been a, a huge inspiration for me in my own writing any other musicians in your family uh yeah my my uncle al um, he's a great songwriter and uh, guitarist and bassist. Um, and then on my dad's side of the family, my dad was a great uh, piano player. Um, and my great-grandpa uh, was a pretty well-known jazz pianist in the area. Um, who toured a little bit back in like the 40s, 50s. Oh, wow. Uh, what was his yeah. name? At, uh... Lee Lockwood. Lee Lockwood. All right. Yeah. Uh, and so you grew up with all this as your, you know, I mean, this was what you knew. Uh, this was your example. Uh, did you ever think that you would do anything different than, than becoming a musician? Um, you know, I, 
I had times when I toyed with the idea of doing something else, but I basically as soon as I I pick up the cello when I was maybe like ten or eleven years old, and then I pick up upright bass shortly after that, and um, then right after that it was guitar and bass guitar and playing in pop punk bands and starting writing songs and I mean I pretty much dove head first into it and was you know playing I was you know, getting professional gigs as like a 15 and 16 year old kid and, you know, with M's on my hands in the bars and whatnot. Yeah. And, uh, so I was pretty committed right from the get go. I, I did, you know, I did, I've worked a lot of other odd jobs throughout, you know, like my, sure. my early mid twenties and tried my hand at carpentry for a minute, um, <laughs> with some other musician friends actually. Um, but yeah, for the last like four or five years, been just doing music full time. And, um, really that's, that's pretty much where I was always headed. When you were, uh, and you, did you go to college? Did you, uh, study music or poetry in college? Yeah, I, I studied, uh, like classical bass performance at DePaul university in Chicago. Of course. Um, so I lived down there for two years, um, and then I ended up taking some time out of school, and I, I actually joined during that time uh, a pretty successful touring band called the Ragbirds, who are also based in Michigan. Played with them for a while and toured the country. And then uh, after that, I ended up transferring over to uh, U of M in Ann Arbor, and that's where I studied poetry and literature, and that's what my actual degree is in. But I, but I did study music for two years at DePaul, too. Yeah, Ann Arbor's such a great town. Yeah, did, yeah I love Ann Arbor. <laughs> uh, did you uh, play around in Ann Arbor? The oh, Ark yeah. and what was it? Oh, yeah. Rick's? No, I don't think Rick's was there. Rick's was there when I was there. The but Blind I, Pig. Well, blind yeah, Pig, Rick's, yeah. Rick's there, but yeah, I, I, I don't think I've ever played there. But yeah, I played at the Pig a bunch. Um, played at the Ark many times. Um, various different groups and... Yep, Ann Arbor's great. So, in your um, present situation, uh, I mean, you just play as yourself. Do Do you have anyone playing with you, an accompanist, uh, or yeah, you and your yeah. guitar? Um, yeah. So, okay. So, for the show at the livery, it's it's basically a, a full band, um, which is normally what I do. So, I've got I played in a band for that we started in high school called Big Duty Rue um, with my you know, some of my friends from Wayland, um, and, uh, we've, we've kind of moved away from that a little bit in the last year. Um, but two of the guys, Dane Hammerly and Justin Dory, the drummer and lead guitarist still play with me. Um, and basically the Max Lockwood band I've been calling it. Um, and then we also pull in a couple of the guys from a band called the Appleseed Collective. So we've got, um, Eric O'Daly, on bass and brandon smith on violin and keys and then uh tomorrow at delivery it's all those guys and then also samantha cooper um who is singing backing vocals with us and doing an opening set of her own so i play with those guys pretty often um i've i've also been playing you, you mentioned tom petty and and i have a tom petty tribute band oh well. okay i don't right. know if you you know, dug that up, but what's it called? <laughs> it's called the insiders. Oh, nice. Um, so I play with, I play with those guys as well. Sometimes they'll, they've been backing me, um, on my own music as well lately. 
Nice. And most of these guys from the Grand Rapids area? Yep, Grand Rapids. And then, um, yeah, everyone everyone I mentioned in my band is in Grand Rapids. And then uh, the insiders also have Phil Berry, who's in Kalamazoo, and Mike Lynch, who's over in Lansing. Grand Rapids is a big music town. Kalamazoo too. I mean, they get some Kalamazoo good too, bands sure. come through. I, mean, I think I, I think I actually heard that like um, Kalamazoo is like one of the highest or the highest like per capita. Like if you look at tax returns, like it's got the highest per capita amount of people reporting like musician as their oh, job. You're, you're kidding. I wouldn't, I would have thought maybe Austin, Texas, although per capita, there's a lot of other stuff going on in Austin, Texas. Yeah. I mean, you know, that was uh, don't, don't take, don't take that as a gospel <laughs> truth, but I did hear that somewhere. Well, <laughs> that seemed refutable at the time. Yeah. Where were you playing in Kalamazoo? Oh, I've, I play all over in Kalamazoo too. I mean, we do bells a lot. Oh, okay. Um, and uh shoot what else do we do um all the shows at bells yes nice venue good good spot i played a a lot over the years with um seth bernard and mayor the wine i still play with may quite a bit so we've got a run of shows coming up with her too for her new album release so we'll be at bells for that all right we're taking a little break from the interview with max lockwood uh i'm john goldman and we got adam conley Tars for Beer Hippies and Bone Naked and starting a little new venture, Modern Vultures with a couple guys. Um, actually, you're playing tomorrow night, September 6th as well. In uh, Michigan City, downtown, outside. Well, by the time we hear this, you'll have already played yeah, there. Already conquered. And I'm sure it's going to be great. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> conquered and pillaged downtown Michigan City. Right. We're at Franklin and 7th, right? 7th and Franklin Street, yeah. It's some sort of like outdoor concert series. There's four bands. I think we're playing. We have played about, or we did play about 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Two hours to set up, 45 minutes for the show. Yeah. Well, that's how it goes, I guess. Yeah. It's been fun, though. Uh, yeah, so that uh, uh, that went pretty well. Um Anyway, you're listening to Johnny's Secret Stash on Radio Harbor Country, WRHC 106.7 FM out of Three Oaks, Michigan, and WRHZ 93.5 out of Sawyer, Michigan. Um, Johnny's Secret Stash is underwritten by Harbor Country Hydroponics for everything you need to grow your own secret stash. Check them out, and uh, let's... um, Let's get back to the Max Lockwood interview. Here we go. All right, that was uh, that was Max Lockwood. You know, good guy. Happy we got a chance to listen to him play, and um, wanted to play another one of his songs. This is from his 2014 album called Outrider. Here's a song. Well, we'll play the title track, Outrider. And here we go. All right, um, that's the way to go. I got go. the idea from my my friend Chris Bathgate, who had done the same thing with one of his first albums with the same uh, professor that we had over there. Um, and but it just kind of it, it became a little bit more of a serious project than I initially expected, and so I decided to actually like put it out. Um, but yeah, and then I've also got you know a few albums out with 
big duty rue like i mentioned as well oh okay gotcha yeah uh w- this outrider album uh, so it yeah. sounds like you um may have had the poems first and then developed the song around that that's true with a couple pieces okay. on that album yeah basically because largely because it was my senior thesis in poetry i was like well i better you know better actually put some poems on here instead of just songs mm-hmm. um so yeah i did end up like setting a couple of the poems to like a right instrumental piece of music that i had written yeah and, and that was fun the, the song of self and worlds that that was that spoken word song that i was talking about so I oh mean, yeah that well, you know, in putting that together, how did you decide that you were going to do it as a spoken word song as opposed to, you know, singing it along with a melody? I mean, was it that you wanted to make sure that the words got heard? Uh, yeah, I mean, kind of, yeah. Um, but also, it was like, you know, it kind of goes back to what we spoke about earlier. I, I thought, I think it would have been, I don't know cheesier less artistic to try and like take a take a poem that i had written especially in the case of that poem um and like force it into a melody um that it just didn't sure. seem right right to right me with that one and yes i did want to like make it more word centric and make the poem more central than like having a melody that is also part of the focus um, but I did do, there's another song in that album called Winter Sleep, yeah. which was was written totally as a poem first, um, but then I later wrote some music and I did write a melody for that one. And for whatever reason, that, that poem just worked better. It, with it does. Melody. It, it just uh, kind of came out naturally. Yeah. It's kind of cool to get this perspective after listening to the songs, but I... I yeah, that's cool, uh, man. Well, thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> uh it's, where did you record that one in, in in Grand Rapids? That one we recorded up in Big Rapids, um, uh, at uh, Heart Center Studio, um, which is a, a spot owned by May Erlewine's parents, where a lot of like oh, yeah. other like great Earthwork music albums were made. Because i I asked uh, I asked Seth and May to be a part of it, um, and I didn't really have much of a plan going into it. And like I said, it was sort of more a casual thing initially and then you know seth ended up jumping on as producer and may got involved and they were like well why don't we just do it at heart center so well that's great yeah may uh she's played at the at the livery a couple times in fact i think she's coming later in the month so that's kind of cool yeah, yeah, that I'll there's be there that. and i've yeah i've been i've been there with May a couple times um and yeah i'll be back i think we're doing a motivation show there or maybe we're doing one of her CD release album shows too. I can't remember for sure. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, and now you've got this new album out, self-titled Max Lockwood. Was that uh, created in the same way with um, uh, with May's parents? No, no. This this one was a lot different. I decided I wanted to do something quite a bit different, and so I had been doing a lot of work with other projects at a new studio in Grand Haven called uh, Third Coast Recording Company. Um, and so I decided I wanted to self-produce this one and I worked with my buddy, Joe Hedinga, who's an amazing engineer at third coast. Um, and we basically just did it from the ground up more like piece by piece. And whereas outrider was like 
get everyone into the same room and record everything live together and, you know, capture that energy or vibe. This was more like constructing the songs and the arrangements from the ground up, like instrument by instrument. And so I brought in my friend, Julian Allen, uh, who's an amazing songwriter and uh, drummer um, and, and vocalist and who plays with May a lot too. Um, and just started with him on drums and kind of fleshed out the arrangements and then basically did all the bass and guitars and a lot of the keyboards myself and then sort of brought in other friends for like lead instruments as needed. Um, but it was a lot of, that one was a lot of just sitting in the studio one-on-one and Joe putting everything together. Um, pretty slowly piece by piece sure so as opposed to having the full band playing all at once and recording it sort of in a live setting there's more overdubbing and uh, more focus on uh, the individual instruments and and then putting that together it sounds like exactly yeah it looks like uh this tried love that was the ep that you came out with in 2018 but that's the the first track of the self-titled album too and, yeah, uh, it wasn't. It wasn't an EP. It was just that song. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. gotcha. Um, but Sam Cooper's on that one, and yep. uh, Lindsay Lou as well. Uh, she's yep. a singer. Lindsay Lou is on that one too, and she sang on. She sang on the song "Burning It Down" too. Oh, she did. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Very cool. It sounds like a really nice musical community that uh that you've become a part of in the grand rapids area that uh oh yeah it's amazing yeah and really through through earthwork music the collective too um you know that's how i met Lindsay Lou, who lives in nashville now but that's really a a great community of people so what is earthwork music Uh, a label no well no it's not really a label it's it's a collective um and it was i don't know if you're well obviously you're familiar with may um she's um was a long time part of it um seth bernard was the founder of it and it's just a great collection of you know started mostly as like folk artists and songwriters um but has like branched out stylistically over the years um and it's a group that we've always put on um, the festival Earthwork Harvest Gathering, which is September twentieth. Yep. Yeah. That's so that's every year. that's coming up. That yeah. So sick. that's on the farm Earthwork Farm where Seth grew up, and that, that's always been one of my, you know, favorite festivals. It's kind of like a big family reunion for the music community. Ah, uh, that sounds fun. Um, and it's, yeah, it's a really beautiful experience. Um, How so many years have uh, have they been doing that? Oh, jeez harvest been going like i want to say it's pushing like 16 17 now oh all right yeah or well let's see maybe even 18 and it's a multi-day festival up in lake city michigan that's correct yep it's camping festival three days um lake city earthwork farm seven mile road um just a really great time and it's like something like a hundred bands it's crazy um but yeah, so the collective um, is basically artists who are making music with some connection to Michigan that um, sort of use use music as a platform to like 
encourage social change or like community and youth empowerment and sort of galvanized around environmental issues and you know things like that so we've done a lot of um things as a collective over the years and and they were doing it long before i was involved um to you know sort of give back to the community and do events raising awareness and you know just providing support in different ways right uh so uh with earthwork are you um when, when are you planning to play at that festival uh my set is on friday at five so it's the september 20th is let's see is september 20th the first day is that a that's a Friday. yeah that's yes. right okay so you're starting out the the whole festival almost yeah you know maybe, um, maybe like one one set before me and then yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Playing in with anyone else? Is there a lot yep, of collaboration be, like that? Yeah. Um, that sounds fun. Yeah, I'll be playing a few other sets that weekend, too. Oh, cool. And hanging out. And then they um, do education and things like that, it sounds like. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot of like uh, panel discussions. and um, Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's great. It's very multifaceted. You have other stuff coming up uh, uh, after that, too. Uh, Salt of the Earth at uh, Fenville yeah. on the 29th. What's that? What kind of uh, show is that? Uh, that's that's actually it's a great show. It's one of my favorite venues. It's more of like a dinner, um, a nice dinner show. Um, Salt of the Earth is one of the most amazing restaurants Oh, okay. In the state, honestly, it's a really? farm table restaurant oh. and just um, incredible food um, and just a great vibe for shows. And people really come to see the music and have a great meal. Um, and so that's always been one of my yeah, favorite places. Yeah, so you far. know, and that's what we talk about this all the time because Livery is, you know, one of the few really great venues in the area. And, and people who go to see music there are going to listen to the music you know they're not there chit-chatting and they're there to hear the music and i think that the musicians really like that um but the you know the fans are there uh, the the people are there to to hear the music as opposed to just you know sitting around and chatting while the music's going on so uh it's always nice when there's when there's venues like that where um you know it's all about the music do you uh no do you tour throughout the year Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, a lot of playing all over Michigan. Um, and then also our Tom Petty tribute band, the Insiders, we're starting to get outside of the state a little more. Uh, we'll be going to, like, Chicago, Iowa City, Madison, coming up in, a, uh, in November. And then, you know, a lot of playing with Mayor Line as well. We actually went over, I went over to the U.K. earlier this year with her. Oh, wow. Um, That's part of her band, which is really fun. So, yeah, just kind of, you know, and then whatever comes along. Yeah, and you've been doing that kind of thing, touring, and and uh, since graduating from Michigan? Yeah, and even, even, even before. while at Michigan, before, like I said, I've, I've probably some of my most extensive touring experience was before that with the Ragbirds, and I was like, 20 21 years old we did i think i was in that band for like eight months and played in like 22 or 23 states awesome 
so do you have any other anything else coming up uh any new albums that you're putting together uh yeah i'm working on some new songs um in the studio right now um that may become a new album or a new ep or something not not quite sure how that's going to get flushed out just yet um but i'm excited about those and um yeah that'll be the, the next thing i definitely got a batch of songs that something needs to happen with well all right thanks for talking to us and good luck with all this i mean sounds like you know you really got a great start and um have have some really good successes already i wish you the best of success going forward and hope to be able to see you at delivery tomorrow night That's Max Lockwood from his 2014 Outrider album. Talked about that a little bit on the interview. Uh, you know, I, I got to say, I was pretty impressed with 
the whole, you know, his songwriting uh, maneuvers or, uh, you know, how he, how he writes his songs. Like he basically sounds like he mostly comes up with the melody and then kind of works the lyrics into the melody. You know, the melody kind of dictates uh, the tone for what the song's going to be, and then he yeah. builds the the lyrics around that. that. Kind of a different approach. Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't know. that. Like I was saying uh, with Jeff Tweedy, that, that's what he talked about in his book. That oh, okay. ha- that's how he did it. But uh, I don't know how often that happens. Well, you know, I think a lot of people are, have the music and then wedge a melody into that and then then you have the Elton John and Bernie Taupin thing where it's like he'll just hand Elton John a, a, a page of lyrics and then he'll write everything around just the words themselves right you know? right and so to have the melody being the third of those three things come right first is, Jerry Garcia Robert Hunter and Tr- yeah, Trey oh, Anastasio yeah. and uh, Her, I forgot um, his songwriting partner Barlow, on that John Perry Barlow and John Perry Barlow and Bob Ware yeah they you know, um, so Bob and Jerry did the the uh, musical part, and then John uh, Perry Barlow and uh, and uh, Robert Hunter would do the lyrics parts. Right. Similarly, with Trey Anastasio and what Tom is that Tom Marshall. Name? Tom yeah, Marshall. Yeah. yeah. So they they did a lot of that. Has an too. awesome podcast too. Tom he, Marshall. He does. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Under the scales. It's called. Ah. Oh. Yeah, you should check that out. I cool. I listen to podcasts all the time. <laughs> yeah, they, there's a couple where they do like deep dives on lyrics and like what you know this line. Really, is, you know, they'll, they'll pick apart whole songs. Like, this line means this, and this line came from is a reference to this, and so it's cool to listen to him. For sure, you know, a lot of times that. musicians like I don't know, you know, you interpret it for yourself. Yeah. Uh, you know what we thought when we put it together is it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But I think it does. I mean, we want to know oh, sure. where they're coming from. What is what does this mean to them? Well, and some of those fish songs seem just kind of absurd, you know. Yeah. Like, well, it I is. Mean, it, I, I mean that in the best way. Yeah. You know, but yeah. like to actually, hear, oh, this is a reference to this from your childhood or whatever. Right. Right. And it's like, oh, that that does mean something. So. Well, yeah, like some. I mean, you know that that bird that uh, fish song, um, joy. Yeah. You know, it's about. Uh, his daughter and stuff like that. And I, I mean, it's just kind of brings a tear to you are sometimes, yeah. um, which reminds me that fish, I think has more one word song titles than any other band that I know. Can you think of any other band that has as many one word song yeah. titles? I mean, you're talking <laughs> about blaze and joy and, uh, steam yeah. and sand. and. <laughs> Mercury. Mercury. Yeah. By the way, I, I went. I saw fish last weekend. Yeah, I streamed. <laughs> saw Dicks and yeah. went to Dicks. Saw two shows. I, my, awesome. At two different places, I had friends uh, set up projectors in their backyards, and we streamed Friday nights and Saturday night shows in, in, in two different locations. Oh, that must have been great. It was pretty cool. Yeah. 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 I, I, I got right up close. Like I kind of you know pissed everybody off around me and just kept moving up and. That's the only way I gotta yeah. say. <laughs> well, you know, if you're gonna, those people are gonna get mad about something. No matter. That's what right. You know, they're so territorial. But I gotta say, tricky. that's always my impression that there's this sort of territorial a hole approach from yeah. from uh, um, fish fans. But it was just a big happy 
peaceful place. It was it was really nice, and the weather was great. Yeah, awesome. Just don't uh, just don't pet the prairie dogs. Yeah, all these exactly. signs all over the place like watch out for the plague, and <laughs> I took a picture of it. I'll, you know what? We'll, maybe we'll put it on uh, the Instagram page. But there's a uh, they had all these signs, and they just blocked off the whole area where they used to be able to park and signs say like you know don't pet the prairie dogs duh yeah. um and but if you you know if you feel sick in a week then go to the doctor right away it's yeah. treatable Looks so like that there was a good sign a lot of bugs flying around too i don't know if there was but it's, it's just some of the camera shots like if there was like stuff flying through the air and i saw a lot of those guys just all the, the whole night, the yeah. I, I kept getting hit with these like big moth things, and, like, and it, it, I it was weird. It was like there weren't like mosquitoes or anything like that, but there were these huge m- moths that hmm. just kept kind of like bouncing off of people. Weird. It was there weird. A nuclear plant nearby. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's it, it, Denver is moth just right. a really strange place. It's like this, just this big beige. Like you come in on the plane. And all you see is beige, uh, unless there's some kind of like irrigation um, on a farm, and and beige for miles and miles, and then like you know big visible prairie dog mounds, huh. and you know walking along after the show and going past these prairie dog mounds, those prairie dogs make huge holes. I mean, yeah. crazy. You could stick your whole arm down there. Yeah, if you... well, they have a pretty cool prairie dog exhibit. At- Finder Park Zoo in Battle Creek. That I, I think that's my only interaction with the prairie dogs. <laughs> but yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's like yeah, you step in that and twist your ankle. Yeah, right. Don't pet them. Yeah, don't pet the prairie dogs. That's a good point. Uh, all right. Well, that was um, that was Max Lockwood, and looking forward to having him at the livery on September 9th. September 9th? No, September 6th, <laughs> which is tomorrow night. Uh, he's going to be there with Sam Cooper, who uh, has a lovely voice, and she played on that Tried Love song. Uh, you're listening to Johnny's Secret Stash on Radio Harbor Country, WRHC 106.7 FM out of Three Oaks, and WRHZ. 93.5 out of Sawyer, Michigan. And, of course, Johnny's Secret Stash is underwritten by Harbor Country Hydroponics out of New Buffalo, Michigan, for everything you need to grow your own secret stash. And let's uh, close us out with another Max Lockwood song. How about um, Burning It Down? Here we go. Good night, everybody.
Listen till I'm the crow that flies to bring down the rain. 